0: I see the truth, don't know what you're trying to prove, come through, come through, on a late night, on a late night, I see the truth, don't know what you're trying to prove, so come through, come through, on a late night, on a late night. Need you in my corner when I'm jotting down a master plan, need you in the morning when I feel like no one understands. need you to remind me that I got the... (laughs) Come through, come through on a late night, on a late night, night, on the night. night. Don't know what she's trying to prove. Come through, come through on a late night, on a late night. What it takes to be great, what it takes to be late. Boy, that ain't no cat. Should've had a it like a main back. Should've met you way back. I know I look thirsty, but Jay had to say that. I ain't got no ego when it's about you. I ain't got no reason to be creepin'. i mm-hmm. you. I ain't got no time for playing games yeah, You trying right to crowd so, me. I'm so, you you I said truth. I wasn't gonna do that. No, it. Uh, uh, i on the late mm-hmm. night, on the late mm-hmm. night, see through, don't know what you're trying to do. Oh. Come through, come through, on the late night, on the late night. Yeah. They share the community. They say she has to know.
1: <laughs> probably, uh, yeah, he didn't talking to
0: In between us, whenever you're ready,
2: yeah.
0: I got a little okay. we not going, uh, we won't we now, but we, yeah,
2: we don't let, let the kids enjoy it. It's not just do okay. You look nice,
0: baby. Too. What you got on that? This smell good.
1: Oh, uh, that's uh <clears throat> you
2: asked me the same thing. Oh there? Okay. that's um, that's, um... Man, I like
0: this one. I do, mean, too.
2: What y'all using this for?
0: Oh. Good, good stuff. Yeah, just um say that. I, I see what's up. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Good thing I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i it. In the middle, right here, yeah. You want to you erase it now? No, I don't. <sighs> Get my pen and paper out so I can all get some notes, you know, this thing might be insightful for me, too, you never know. You never know. I think y'all really gonna enjoy tonight's episode. Then y'all should have a pen and paper too, as well. Might need to jot a few things down, you know, we just saying, don't say what you tell y'all. Right. <laughs> does in fact have Instagram daddy mm-hmm. yeah, does in fact have Instagram he does he does you he to watch out for me what you doing with Instagram Ooh. yeah we oh. <laughs> <laughs> so gotta plug your social media too huh? mm-hmm. <laughs> anybody that needs an emergency you know count keep our watching what's uh, up keep our Go do some homework. Ain't that why you're not on the show tonight? My- <laughs> Queen and her feelings, Key I ain't <laughs> in my feelings. I'm trying to be supportive of his dreams. Get off live and go do some homework. And you can wash the plate like tomorrow. True, that, True, that. You're welcome to Oh, that Instagram, Daddy Instagram, the KBTV Instagram. Oh, Instagram, oh, okay. Everything KBTV tonight, baby. The Instagram, the Miko, the Facebook. See y'all be that acclimated
2: too. the system, y'all, y'all boy. Somebody just commented on um, Facebook
0: something just happened on my phone maybe that was the opponent I could look at it on me if it was yeah I think that might have been me yeah that's probably what this shit told you I'm just taking off everybody but... I'm not playing with you <laughs> hey, it's on, on shop for you can't be downloading <laughs> anything it's y'all. <laughs> she downloading anything. Now, we not She will not be downloading anything. I, ain't. I, mean, we're on now, but we we come on fifteen minutes early, you know, to give people time to well, get on and stuff. Hey, best friend. K. Hey, B. Hey, hey, say had the best friend before he the Hey, best friend. See, this is one
2: something like yours. I think that that's what you
0: were talking about. We yeah. were
2: trying to show you his uh, change. So, so yeah, okay, that's
0: nice. It. Share the live, y'all, so other people can come watch this. It's going to be a little interesting tonight. Yeah, tonight I, I think is a very important, important episode. episode. Actually, mm-hmm. Very insightful. And mm-hmm. I, I like all the ones I um I mean I wouldn't make it this, this is the first time I heard. Mine is the one we always thought of, but that's our intro one. They did the favorite.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, look at that, what 52 followers on Instagram. Thanks, y'all. we doing a name on Facebook, yes, okay. though. Yeah, but that's a nice little comeback considering we got half the quality. That's true. true. Yeah.
2: Doing a podcast right here, D. Doing a podcast right now. Uh, Start in 15 minutes. No, it's in 5 minutes. Okay. I am. Um, I am. Um,
0: I'm just, just going to do a little help. So I'm going to do. The, the, hello, hello. I need to do the intro. Nico showed us some love last week. I hope y'all showed us some tonight. If we let y'all, we really appreciate it, you know. Nico just love, huh? Nico just love, yes, yeah. yeah. My face on, the, on, on uh, the Instagram page, but it's like
2: a little thing on the
0: screen.
2: It's a good 45. It's
0: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Why do you do that? Like the people don't know what we do. <laughs> oh yeah, right, right. They be here every week. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, you know What it is. I don't know what to do with me. I guess. I guess we gotta go eat before she. We're gonna see you at the time. <laughs> <laughs> let me see if there's something to get lost first. Let me see if there's something to get lost first. Mm-hmm.
1: To get first. Mm-hmm.
0: You gonna go now? Because we only got like three minutes. Don't, don't rush me. I was just letting
1: you know. She's stolen
0: it already, y'all. Can't even get the show started. Just letting her know. I like to be prompt. Big up, up, I wake you up, you up, I you up, you up,
1: for the day. No way my to
0: see you I probably shouldn't have any money But I told myself I'm responsible for it Come today, I'll see you in the morning oh, that's, what I, that's what I do, that's what I do Way too up, a little spin I ain't too up, way too up You like our little playlist? huh? You like our little playlist? Yeah Did, you know, I had to go and find. Um, you don't get no trouble? I had to go find un, 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 unlicensed uh, music. And I found it. At, uh, at, at Facebook has like a whole little. Um, That's not one, bro. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. It has
0: like, what is it called? Facebook Studio? Mm-hmm. With the music on it? Yeah. Oh, it has yeah. like a whole little playlist.
2: Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. All mean, right, say, come you on, yeah, Daddy. Do you do it down. have the artist name on it? Mm mm-hmm. You see one, you don't, you already see one on the same of I didn't, know, But all the, it's there,
0: you right? Uh-huh. All these music is, is, is licensed, right? No, nah, I don't know about Can you come sit down, sir? Yeah. Okay. You can bring that with you. Oh, I can go. All right. Go. Don't get the guns out, boy. watch. Nice space for you. Um, okay. All right. Hello, 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 my beautiful people. In honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, tonight we are going to switch it up a little bit. For the last Friday of the month, there will be no hot topics tonight. Instead, we are going to have a special guest with us. So to introduce our guests, Queen's gonna take it away. Hey, 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 y'all. You know it's your girl, Queen B. I don't know why KD yeah, her didn't introduce herself I tonight, but our that. girl maybe, maybe because we got a special guest tonight. You know. And tonight we have a special guest, the esteemed Mr. William Avon Tate. Yes. Um, um, like K D said, uh since his mental health Awareness Month, and we've been talking about mental health all month long. We wanted to keep with that theme and bring in a specialist. Um, our, this is our dad. So our dad has been working in the mental health uh, care industry since he was about 27. His first job was with the, um, what, what's the name? VOCA. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a special needs organization where he was a counselor throughout the years. He moved up the ladder in the field of mental, mental health and worked at many uh, prominent organizations, including St. Elizabeth and the Coalition for the Homeless, just to name a few. So, without further ado, we give you our, our dad, dad, Mr. Yeah. William St. Thank, Thank, Thank you for being here with us tonight, dad. And some of you all may know him as you know, Dickie. Dick, <laughs> in in <laughs> a former life, yeah.
2: Dickie, yeah, say, let, me, let me speak on that a little bit. Um, people, people, people. Come to you tonight, okay, as a, a welcome from my two daughters, okay, B, okay, and Khadija.
0: KD, K- on, on, on
2: our channel is Queen KD, KD. KD. Queen, the Queen B, and KD, <laughs> I like the way that sound. yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're in a ham. I'm a native Washingtonian, okay, I'm gonna put it out there, okay, I'm 71 years old i would be seventy-two, September the thirteenth. Okay, and he wears it well. Y'all
0: lucky. I don't know. Last time my father told somebody his real age. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He must really be into it tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a special.
2: Yeah, man. Well, look. They said a little bit about me, uh, but I need to yeast it up a little bit. Okay. I am, like I said, I'm a native of you. I've been around here practically all my life, with the exception of some years that I spent, not by choice, okay, away from my family, okay, not by choice, okay, and I also put it out there, I am a returning citizen, okay, and I I can say I'm proud of that, okay, basically because of uh, what I've managed to do since coming back to the community. I've managed uh, to go to school, American University, Okay. Get an education, into the field of mental no health. Basically because uh, I was kind of like pointed in that direction.
0: Don't, don't, don't give him too, too much. much that, you, that, you know, got, got, some, got questions. some questions.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we going to you do all of that. that yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay, so okay, okay, okay. Yeah, well, I, I I went to Martin University, received an uh, education there, okay. And I also received my CAC, okay, and my co occurring disorder uh, training, okay, here in the district, okay.
0: Uh, Listen, y'all, lucky we're not in the studio that we usually be in. He probably would have had all the certificates.
2: (laughs) And I might add, I got quite a few. He does. Yes, yes I do. We've seen him several <laughs> Several times. Yeah. He
0: he does not let us forget about all of his certifications and awards. Yes. He does not. Well, I'm quite proud. I might say he, he should be. be. He, he should be. Should.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Might say that
2: oh, what's going on, my man?
0: Okay, so if you don't okay. mind, Daddy, yeah. me and Queen would like to ask you a few questions, you know? Yeah, bring it. Snapping a lot, you know. Just a few questions to give our audience some information on, you know, on on so the mental on the mental health, yeah, from a professional standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So our first question is, what brought you into
2: this line of work? Well, I came into this field by accident, really. You know. um... I already put it out that I'm a returning student, uh, returning citizen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a returning citizen. And after coming home, okay, it wasn't that easy trying to find a job. Okay. And so I was in the company of some good friends one day, and it was a Caucasian woman. Okay. My, uh, best friend at that time, his name was Mike, he have he was, his wife was babysitting for the Caucasian uh, woman, okay, and I found out that she had a pretty big-time job, okay, she was director of a, of a health organization called Vocal, okay, and so she asked me would I be interested in. so I said, well, hey, you know, uh, what kind of job is it what you do, and she explained to me, you know, that uh, I would be a monitor, okay, uh, monitoring special needs kids, okay, so I said, hell yeah, I'd be interested in something like that, you know, so I uh, I took the job, okay, I can cut it off right now and say the rest is history, but I'm going to go ahead further and tell you what happened step by step, okay, I worked for Volcker for five years, and in my fifth year, I worked so hard and so diligently that uh, they gave me a, a reward at the end of the year, an outstanding employee. So it was at a seminar. And at that seminar, it was a young lady who was representing St. Elizabeth's Hospital. Okay. And so she approached me and she said, Mr. Tate, would you be interested in working um, and more so a a more structured uh, job? Pay more money? You know, I said, when I started, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so she said, Mr. Tate, uh I'm gonna take all your information down. Okay, and she said that uh once I get back to uh my office, I'm gonna let my uh secretary do all the paperwork and we'll be in touch. So we shook hands on her, and I remind her after the handshake, I said, I will be in touch with you. Okay. So she said, Okay, no problem. So Two days later, I started calling her. And I called that lady so many days times. <laughs> they started calling me telephone man. <laughs> <laughs> and so, one day, I would say 30 days after uh, me meeting this young lady, I received a phone call. And it was uh, the lady's secretary. And so she said, is this Mr. William Tate? And I said, yeah. She said, how you doing, telephone man? I said, I'm doing pretty good. She said, can you make your way to St. Elizabeth's Hospital um, uh, uh, tomorrow morning? I said, what time you want me to be there? She said, right, "Around now. I said, I'll be there at 7. <laughs> I right. <know that laughs> <anyway. laughs> so that was the start of something real good for me. Okay. Uh, upon uh, arriving there, I had to take the a training called the 120 nursing course, and it, it, it was a compact kind of course, and, you know, it, it was it was relatively hard, okay? It was about 25 of us who took this training, and in the end, 10 of us were selected for the job. Okay. He was one of them ten. I was one of them ten. I was blessed. I know that's right. right. I went home, told my mom's, okay, you know, that I was a federal government employee as of this day. She said, What? I know she was proud. Yeah, she said, uh, you mean tell me that they hired somebody like you? <laughs> <laughs> so I said, What you mean somebody like me, Mom? <laughs> I can not imagine Brian was saying that too. So she says, uh, uh well, you ain't forgot that you've been in that place, haven't you? <laughs> so I said, nah, Ma, I ain't forgot. I said, but I've done some, some of positive things since coming home from that place. She said, yeah, I, I agree with you. She said, you got up and took him book to school like you was supposed to whatever. She said, I just need to tell you I'm proud of you, you know. I said, thank you. And so that's when um my career started. Yeah, at St. as I'm not
0: going to cut you off, but I'm yeah. glad you put that out there because... Uh, I feel like people need to know that just because you serve some time don't mean that the all be all. You can yeah. still turn your life around and make something of yourself. You yeah. know, you you it, you can always rise to the
2: top, right? No matter right. what situation you're put in. Yeah, absolutely. Fortunately enough, okay, while while, while working in SunTrust Hospital, okay, I, I, you know, I had a lot of um, mentors, so to speak okay, who were willing to train me in different areas, okay. Keeping in mind that the Elizabeth uh, uh, Elizabeth's hospital was something brand spanking new to me. I hadn't ever been around uh, people with mental health issues, okay, and uh, not to that magnitude, okay, and uh, uh, it, you know, it, it was a learning process, you know, like uh, the training, and, and, and uh, all of the directions that I see, okay, help so much, okay. And so I started asking questions. I was something like the new kid on the block because most of my coworkers were people who had been there for 20, 30 years, you know. So I was a new guy on the block, and I was asking a lot of questions. And one of my questions was, you know, why are these guys here and been here for so long, you know. And so they would just simply say things like, uh, "They need to be here." Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. So uh, as time went on, I was able to meet uh, various doctors. Okay, so one psychologist, okay, took a liking to me. Okay, and, and we got to talking on a regular basis, you know. And so I asked him the same question. I said, "Why, why are these guys here? Why are they, you know here so long?" You know, so he explained to me. Okay, that was uh, right after, or right around the time uh, that this act called deinstitutionalization came into play. Okay, deinstitutionalization was designed to take the clients out of so-called captivity or institution life and put them into what they consider to be a normal. Uh, setting, okay, which were like group home settings, okay, and so he said, well, you know, you came here at the right time, he said, because prior to the de- institutionalization, these guys would get here, they'd be here um, until they die, you know, wow. he said, so we are at the point now that if you can put together a treatment plan for these guys, okay, they can return uh, back to society, so I said, well, If I knew how to do a treatment plan, I I would show, you know, like to be a part of that. And so, he said, you know, if you have some time, Mr. Taylor, I can show you how to do a treatment plan. I said, yeah. And so, that's where things started. I learned how to do a treatment plan, okay. And I was instrumental in having guys placed uh, in the various uh, uh, group home settings, okay. And that was like, man, a heck of a feeling. You know what I'm saying? You know, it was almost like giving someone life, you know, and, you know, like taking a new
0: style of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was
2: something like uh, myself. Right. Okay, coming, yeah. to basically over- you can relate to it. the same thing yeah. you yeah. have done. I, I, yeah. I, absolutely. You know, so it was like me, uh, a mirror of, of, of me, of myself. You know, and so um, while at St. Elizabeth's Hospital, you know, they had various programs there, okay. And so after working there in the regular setting, I was selected to work in what they call a dually diagnosed substance abuse program, okay. They gave me a position of a counselor there. Most of these guys, or all of them, uh, the guys and the females, they have a dual diagnosis. Meaning that they had a a mental health issue, okay, as well as a substance abuse, uh, okay, dependency, okay, and so uh, I learned a lot uh, from that. I can imagine. Oh yeah, Uh, it was uh, it was a two headed monster, okay, you know that needed to be attended to, you know, because most of the people in these programs. Uh, they weren't accustomed to receiving hands-on service. Okay, so guys like myself, you know, and so I was instrumental in uh, being supportive of, of these guys. Okay, you know, so um, from Saint high Hospital, I worked there eighteen years. Yeah, that's right, eighteen years of my life I gave to Saint Elizabeth Hospital. Okay. Yeah.
0: I do remember all of them. Yeah, and, and what happens is... I don't remember all of them, but I do vividly remember when, because I was here for all of them, obviously. <laughs> but I do remember when I was little, always going to work with you and being so excited to yeah. tell people, like, my father worked the same as his <laughs> I was the same way. I was about to recall a memory when, um, on paydays, when Ma used to uh, get me and Cabell and we used to come and meet you at the McDonald's yeah, across the street, yeah, man. and you'll come yeah, over there and give yeah, us money, and we yeah. used to—you would have thought that he didn't live in the same house because <laughs> we used to be so excited every time we see him. For yeah. real, I think it was because you used to work at night. You think that's what it was? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm,
2: I'm sure it was. You know, well, it that was a great experience for me—a learning experience. Okay. And it just gave me the desire to want to learn more, you know? So I say, well, here I am. I'm working in a setting of doing the diagnosed clients. I need to learn more about them. So I was fortunate enough to take what they call the co-occurring disorder training, okay? And it was read on cue. It opened my eyes to a whole lot. Okay? And It supplied me with the the energy and the the ability to go forward and actually help people, you know. So, uh, after that, I also took the training to become a substance abuse counselor, okay. So I had these two things working for me. And uh, life was pretty good at that point in life, okay. You know, uh, going to work and seeing my kids grow, okay. And so, being that, you know, um, a lot of my friends who I came up with, they did things like a lot different from what I did in terms of a, a job situation, okay? Most of my friends were construction and things of that nature, okay? And so they would ask, ask me questions about mental health, you know, and say, what is mental health? So she's
0: yeah, like the uh, the home counselor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> they yeah, use you, they use you as a counselor instead yeah, of yeah. actually going to counselor. Yeah, and that kind of takes us into the next question. I might as yeah. well ask this since you're talking about it already. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you um, think are what, what qualities do you believe make you a great mental health counselor? You know, why? Like, why do you feel like your friends, aside from knowing that you worked in that field, why do you feel like your friends or Try anybody comes to you come for to you advice, and advice or yeah, for counseling?
2: Well, one for one reason is okay. They know that I took the time out to be educated in that field, you know, and it wasn't a whole lot of questions I couldn't answer for them. Okay, you know, although you need to know, mental health is man. It's, uh, it's a monster within itself, you know, because you answer one question, is always another. Mm-hmm. Because is that what we call an exact science? Mm-hmm. Things are always changing, okay? Like uh, the problems we're having today in our communities, you know, all of these shootings or whatever, you know. A lot of people saying today, okay, that a lot of this behavior comes from the pandemic. Okay, but that's not certain. I don't know because I don't know that much about the pandemic. Okay, you know, to say whether or not we were directly affected, you know, mentally. I don't, I don't know. But what I do know is, okay, mental health has existed for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and mental health is, is no more than one's behavior. Okay, your behavior and your emotional well-being.
0: Okay. So since you brought up the uh the violence and and stuff, I wanna ask the question because I hear a lot of people say that it's a lot of violence that we're dealing with because the people it, it comes from learned behavior. But me personally, I don't always agree with that. I feel like it could have a lot of things to do with people' mentors as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, it don't always necessarily have to come from their upbringing or how they was brought up. Mm-hmm. You know, so how mm-hmm. do you feel about
2: that? I, I mean, you know, like uh, you said, learned behavior. Okay. Keep in mind. A learned behavior doesn't have to be in a household. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Because
0: for instance, um, the guy that did the shooting in Buffalo, uh, he I wouldn't say that he he learned the behavior from his upbringing but he did learn it from a um a social media platform. It was mm-hmm. like a a message board that he was on, where basically you know they bash black people, and that's what well, yeah, he, he was influenced. Well, maybe by I it. need to open my mind because a lot of times when I hear behavior, I automatically go to, to the household to mm-hmm. parenting. But, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's because of how we were raised. When right. we think about right. the behaviors that we have, is because right. we learned them from people who helped raise us, right. like mommy and daddy, mm-hmm. and Pat and Mike, and, yeah. and Greg. Like, mm-hmm. we learned it from mm-hmm. the influences that we had. We Right. We, we didn't look to the internet or to TV for influence. For we looked to yeah. our parents yeah. right. and right. aunts and uncles and stuff for, right. for right. information. Right,
2: right. But, you know, you, you have to consider the fact that we living in a different kind of time today,
0: yeah.
2: you know, the social media. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Also, we didn't have the so internet kids. Nah, we didn't, didn't, we didn't, didn't have the internet, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. By the time that, that, by that. the time social media got popping, you was grown and I was in high mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay. Um, okay. But, um, he didn't really answer the, the whole question um, about, about his qualities. qualities. Like, what qualities make you a great counselor? Like,
2: well, like I said, um, my other than your
0: education. Like as a person, okay. like
2: my 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 sheer uh compassion and desire, my love and my concern for my fellow man. Okay, mm-hmm. um, being willing to go the extra mile. Okay, if that's necessary to help to help a uh, a person, you know. Oh, love
0: Shay, hey boo, hey love Shay. Yeah, you know, faithful, faithful fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to um to lay it out, you know. I'm willing to do what is necessary, okay, uh, to help someone.
0: And I feel like honestly, those are great qualities to have because a client. Can't can sense that. Can tell. tell if they counselor. Yes, really yes, care
2: yes, about you. Yes, yes. You said you said a whole lot when you said mm-hmm. that because that's that's actual. If
0: you don't feel like your counselor cares about you, then you're not going to open but up. Open and tell them what's going on. Or be honest on. about yeah. what's going on yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people be. suffer having having a counselor or a therapist or what or whatever because they don't trust the person. in mm-hmm. yes. don't or amazing. feel that's like right. that they don't you care enough. You have to be
2: able to trust your counselor. That's right. You have to. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I yeah I Sorry. um, mm, and after all those years working at San Luis Hospital, okay, uh, I worked uh, also in um, a shelter setting, okay. And the shelter setting was somewhat different because they had a variety, a large variety of different personalities. But mind you, I would go out on a limb and say at least 60% of the clientele had mental health issues, okay? As a matter of fact, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: a lot of the clients that I dealt with at St. Elizabeth's Hospital, I see him again, in the shelter settings. Okay. Part of the reason why I spoke, when I spoke about deinstitutionalization, and and the guys being placed uh, in these various home settings, you know, know, what happened is, uh, a lot of these guys were placed in these halfway house settings, and they were uh, ran by people who didn't care. Okay. And so as a result of that, uh you had clients living in these homes, okay, and they wouldn't receive any love. Okay. So mm-hmm.
0: before you go any further, because mm-hmm. we getting too deep and you already answered number three. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. So
2: okay. leave it to me, I'll run with it. I
0: know. So <laughs> number three you guys was What's the most rewarding part of your work? And mm, he mm, literally mm, already mm, answered mm, it. Mm, I mean, unless you
2: want to, you know, yeah, want to re Yeah, I can go at that again. Like, uh, the the most rewarding part of my work is the end result. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, man, it's, it's, it's a lovely thing. Okay, I, I, I'm going to give you an example of what I'm saying. Okay. I went to uh, an anniversary, okay, associated with uh NAAA. Is somebody on
0: Facebook? Is that
2: a comment or somebody? Go ahead, yeah, hold it. I went to an anniversary. Okay, associated with uh N-A- That's your mother. N-A-A-A. You can call me from your computer. That's why I do that Facebook. I A A. I don't have any And this young lady was uh celebrating one year's clean time. And I remember rescuing this young lady okay, because she was dealing with uh, suicidal ideations, okay. And I was able to direct her to CPAP, okay. And from CPAP, she went to a program, okay. Got us some help, right? and uh, I was a part of the the process. And to see this young lady receive a year clean, okay. After seeing her prior to that and knowing what mess she was in, oh my goodness gracious! It brought tears to my eyes. I couldn't imagine. It, that. it really truly did. Okay, you know.
0: I could imagine that. Yeah. It's I feel like you know, helping you know, somebody you know. and seeing them succeed I'm not even a counselor or anything like that but just helping anybody I mean, in general I mean, that's kind of how I felt about uh, a fraud when he was staying with me mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Him. and how you know the situation he was in at first mm-hmm. and he came and stayed with me and Mike and how he, he got changed yeah, himself right, right, around right, it made right. me feel proud of him it made me feel good and it made me feel like I was doing what I'm
2: doing right, yeah. I remember that. As a matter of fact, I remember going to his graduation, as a matter of fact, you know, and seeing how proud you were of his accomplishments,
0: mm-hmm. you know. Okay,
2: okay. moving right along. Okay. The
0: uh, next question How soon should we start talking to youth about
2: mental health? Well, I, I'm quite certain that you can speak with any mental health professional and they have their own personal opinion.
0: Ernie Smith but, said people with mental health problems can get clean. Yeah, yeah they can. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, where were we? Uh, Sorry, talking to man. the
0: youth yeah. about um, mental health. But oh, yeah. Uh,
2: you know I would suggest at the tender age of five, when they start <clears throat> schooling, when they're five years old, that's when they first go to kindergarten that's when they really started to uh, learn about what's right and what's wrong, okay? And they have something, they have a comprehension uh, built in, a built-in comprehension of, of whatever you they're being taught. So it should be taught to them early on, okay? You know, that uh, mental health is a direct result of a biological uh as as well as environmental, okay, you know. And if they know that from where they go, okay, they will be able to uh, recognize whether or not someone in their surroundings has some issues that are glaring or they have some issues themselves that need to be attended to, okay. You know, I was just reading an article uh, a few hours ago. And the article was seen. Guess that's why I get it from Uh <laughs> Queen always talking about how I always reading articles. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. episode, Kate okay, like, "Yeah, I was reading articles." <laughs> yeah, and the article uh, stipulated that, like, um, if if a person is feeling bad, okay, if they acquire the flu or something to that effect. The first thing they're going to do is take some kind of medication to bring that that flu to a close, or they're going to seek some kind of uh, medical assistance. Okay? Same thing with mental health. Okay? If a person has a mental health issue that's glaring, okay, in other words, if, in fact, You see a behavior change in someone, okay? Don't uh, discard it, okay? Or don't uh, look away, or don't uh, think that uh, you're seeing things, especially if, in fact, you have a love affair with this person. When I say love affair, I'm talking about this person being a family member or someone that's close to you, okay? If you see a behavior change, okay? You need to uh, consult with this person about this behavior change. You need to ask this person, um, Brenda, okay, why are you doing ABC? Um, you know, all of a sudden, you know, why you change? Why you stop going to school? You were going to school okay. in A's we and B's."
0: We have some comments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Harry Smith says. Five years, She thinks five years old is a bit young. She said maybe around 11 or 12. She said, um, according to early childhood uh, studies, they are not quite able to fully comprehend advice. But I think you can start... I mean, I, I'm not going to say you can't... Have, like, a in depth with, like, yeah. telling them what, what different uh, illnesses are called or nothing like that. But I do feel like at five, year, five years old, you can sit your child down and explain this to them that some people are different. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. everybody's mind isn't the same. You know, right. everybody's brain doesn't work the same. Everybody right. doesn't think the same way. I think it's appropriate yeah. because how. The the schools are integrated now with, you know, kids of all different, you know, kinds and stuff. And and like Daddy said, at five years old, that's when they're starting to go to school and Mm -hmm. be mixed in with Mm -hmm. all those different types of children from different backgrounds and stuff. And you don't want your child to go into a setting and treat another child differently because that child doesn't act like them or doesn't think like them or Mm -hmm. whatever. That's why you should explain to them that, you know, different kids are different. Right.
2: But I will say this, though, uh, everybody is entitled to their own opinion, okay, you know, like uh, in the case of the young lady who just responded, okay, you know, um, she said 11 years old. And some individuals, they may not grasp uh, what you tell them, okay, until they 11 years old, okay, On, on the other hand, five-year-old child who I think was,
0: she, no, she's not understanding what we're talking about. Because she said you can make them aware of their behavior but not label them. We're, we're not, not talking about labeling. We're, we're not label. talking about sitting there and trying to evaluate them and see if they have a, a mental illness. We're not going we're, we're trying yeah. to make them aware oh my of my mental, mental illness yeah. or mental health. So that if they feel like they're going through something, they can express that to you. If you or oh, they, they encounter, encounter someone. someone. Yeah, right. they they mm-hmm. that they will understand. Right. And I mean, for some kids, maybe five is too too um too early. But for some kids, maybe eleven is too, too late. late. I think yeah. it's an individual mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Like you it's have definitely. to evaluate your child and mm-hmm. know when it's time to have that conversation with them, just right. like
2: anything else. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then one thing for certain is if you are if you approach a child, a five year old child, okay, you. Will be able to know whether or not this child is taking it in, okay. You know, you know whether or not this child is really interested in what you tell them, okay. At that young age, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you know, you can tell, but you know, and that may uh, determine whether you will continue on with, with what you think you need to tell this person, right? Or kind of like back up. You know what I mean? Okay.
0: okay. Um. Next question. I'm oh, mm-hmm. gonna let me go to it okay moving on question Bad. what five? okay so how soon after starting a me to health treatment plan should a person expect to see results
2: well again is uh individual uh, kind of situation some you will start seeing results okay maybe after six months and some maybe two years okay you know? But it's, a, it's an individual thing, you know. And some people are faster than others, okay, in terms of uh, understanding life and knowing exactly what they need to do to succeed, you know. But I think it's important to have a, 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 a plan, okay, because that plan will kind of like dictate to you what it is in life you need to do, okay, you know. Um Need to, um, to show you directions, okay, of uh, how to get what you need, how to succeed, you know. That's what a treatment plan would do for you. You kind of like break it down, okay, you know, set up uh, short-term um, of, uh, progress, and, you know, as well as long-term pro- progress, you know. But like I would say, it's taking it one day at a time. Taking one day at a time, okay. Doing what you feel is necessary, okay. And you definitely will see a change.
0: Okay. Um. All right. What is social stigma, and how does it apply to mental health? Well, ask the first question first. You know, ask me, yeah. what, okay. What is social stigma? Uh,
2: social stigma is uh. Label, okay. It's well. It's 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 a label, okay. Okay, it's a label, okay. And to be honest with you, okay, it's really society playing the blame game, okay. But it was something else. It was another question that you had. Oh um, yeah. And how
0: does it um, um apply to apply to the counsel. Counsel. He's talking about the next question. Uh-huh. You can go ahead and ask. The next question. What was the question that you skipped over? I didn't ask uh, okay. Why do you feel? Why do you feel the world views
2: mental health and physical health differently? Okay, that's a, that's a, that's a good question. Okay, and I, I and I think it's because okay, mental health is a behavior. Okay, and according to our behavior, okay. Uh, society accepts various behaviors okay and they tend to shun other behaviors okay Uh, mental health okay is uh, no more than your emotion okay Um, and in your environment how you adapt to your environment okay Mm -hmm. Um, and physical illness Uh, is um, something that can be seen is on the surface. You know, if in fact I had a broken leg, uh, that's a a physical incident that occurred to me. Okay? For me to break my leg. And that's something that can be seen. Okay? And um, mental health is seen through behavior. Okay? You know, how you adapt, okay? Uh, I want to bring your attention to this. We talking about mental health, okay? Uh, did you know that fifty percent of our population, okay, diagnosed but no with, with a mental illness, <clears throat> and only ten percent of that fifty percent have received treatment, okay? So that tells me. That it's like a forty percent of population, okay, who haven't received any treatment, and some of them don't even realize the fact that they have a mental illness, okay. And to me, that's scary, you know. We have mental illness, okay, uh, is associated with a depression, anxiety, okay, these things that can't be seen on the surface, you know what I'm saying, you know only through behavior, okay? But did you know this? 90% of the suicides that occurred in our society, okay, uh, were were individuals who had mental health issues, okay? In other words, um, there are not a lot of uh, uh, statistics that point to the fact that a person just <clears throat> up and up, just outright take his life if he didn't have some mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So you know? that is,
0: <clears throat>
2: uh uh Harris has another question. She said,
0: "Isn't mental health ignored a lot of times?"
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, is, it's, it's, yeah, it's 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 uh, ignored on uh, different levels too. Okay, you know, through families and the people outside your family, okay? You know, they can see your behavior, okay? And uh, uh, I'll give you a good example, okay? I have a, a family member, okay, who has a mental health issue, but what he has managed to do most of his life is turn the mental health issue into a comedy, okay? Everything is a joke, okay? And with that joking that he does on a regular basis, it some, uh, in some kind of way, it camouflages the real issue at hand. The fact that he does have a mental health issue, okay? But he turns it to a joke, okay? And so the people around him, a lot of times, receive it as a joke. Okay. Oh, you just crying. And don't take it serious. Don't take yeah. it serious. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And that's
0: it that people feel like they have to disguise guy's... Right. Mm-hmm. right.
2: Right. Right. <clears throat> right. And most of those people are the ones who don't get help.
0: And that's what you know? we was we was talking about that last episode. When we was like, hey, It is nothing to be ashamed of. No, like if no. you know it's something going on. Reach out, you right. know, and, and tell someone this is going, this is happening with me, and I need some help. You right. know, even if you don't know how to find the help for yourself, ask a friend. Ask what yeah. Is. Yeah. right. Which takes us to the next question, which is: What are some resources for anybody who's listening or will listen in the future who might need to seek mental health help for themselves?
2: Yeah, well. <clears throat> If, in fact, yeah. you have a, a, a mental health emergency, okay, yeah. there's only one place in the city that I would w- recommend. Sorry, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> and that's called CPAP, okay? It's right in northeast okay, Washington, my,
1: no, northeast Washington, oh,
2: D.C., uh, CPAP, okay? CPAP is an emergency assistance uh, program. Okay. That will attend to your Sorry. mental health needs. Okay. And normally CPEP will um house you there uh for I think uh, long term is about uh 30 days dealing with the severity of your mental health issue. Okay. And then most of the time after CPEP you receive uh a, a, a referral to go to Washington Hospital Center. Washington Hospital Center has um, has a mental health unit. Okay, this I would say one of the best in the area. Okay, because uh, they offer wraparound services. Okay, meaning that uh, they meet all your needs. That's what wraparound means.
0: Okay. Well, uh, we have another question from her Smith. Thank you for the uh comments tonight. You are really uh into this episode, and I appreciate that. but um, she said, as a mental health counselor, would you be able to spot in your child i I guess she said, would you be able to identify in your child, and if so, what would you do?
2: Well, um, yes, I would be able to recognize a behavior change in my child. Okay And if in fact I see a behavior change, okay, I am going to immediately rec- uh, recognize, okay, the fact that he needs some assistance. okay? And I'm gonna go as far as making certain that he does get some assistance. But you know yeah but you, you, you have all kinds of signs. And most of those signs oh. are, are behave, behavior, mm-hmm. okay? Um, if you see a change in someone close to you, all of a sudden this person is doing something that you're not accustomed to seeing, and then you know that uh, you have a issue on your hands. Oh. That's a comment. <laughs> okay. um, did you look up
0: that topic earlier? Yeah, I was actually looking at some of my Um. So, y'all, I wasn't going to do my favorite segment this week because my dad is here. Like, he wants to talk about dad. But no, we found a way to incorporate you in it. Well, I'll
2: leave the (laughs) set. We found (laughs) a way.
0: But I actually was thinking earlier. That um, mental health can actually affect your sex life as well. So, like, why not Especially talk about if that? Keeping it a secret and not sharing your issues. Yeah, you know? like it can. It can. Not not seeking help for your mental health issues can affect you physically. All aspects in and life, sex. Dad. It can it can affect your sex life. So, exactly, so we don't have any more questions, Dad. But you know, we do want to have uh, your insight on that. You know, how do you feel? Like how can mental health affect a person's Excuse relationship and sex life? You know. Well, um, first of all,
2: okay, we're talking about. A healthy relationship, okay. Yeah, and in order to have a healthy relationship, you have to have a partner, okay. It has to be two of y'all, okay. Um, a demonstration of a healthy relationship, okay. Uh, and if in fact I'm not bringing to the table, okay, my regular love and consideration and my compassion, and then my partner knows something is wrong, okay. Mm-hmm. My partner, us is going to go up if, in fact, I've been, for the last 10 years, taking her out to dinner, buying her nice little trinket uh, every now and when, okay? All of a sudden, this stops, okay? That's a change in my behavior, and she's going to recognize it, okay? And it, it's going to become an issue, and we're going to have some problems, okay? You know, and... Same as in bedside, bedside manners. Okay. If my bedside manners uh, begin uh, to change, she's going to be the first to recognize mm-hmm. it. You know, if it's certain things that I've been doing with this woman, okay, like bedside, okay, for the last, say, year to 20 years, okay, then all of a sudden it's not there anymore, okay then we have something to talk about you know and I would hope my partner okay will would, would come forward okay and, and and recognize the fact that something isn't right okay and point, point it out to me uh what I'm doing wrong me personally I feel like if your partner don't recognize it then that's not the partner you for you that's, that's right for real that's right I agree I agree. I because it's not helping either one of us mm-hmm. if if uh not gonna come forward and say, Hey, you know, you to change, you
0: know. And if you aren't comfortable enough with your partner to tell them that, you know, something's old I don't feel right. like myself, right. I think I need help, then that shouldn't right. be your partner either. Right. Right? Maybe you need to reevaluate the whole situation I, I, and I, if I you really don't trust you should be, if you're with somebody and you planning a life with them, there should be nothing about yourself that you can't disclose to them. Like, and nothing should be a secret within your relationship. I agree. I totally agree. Especially your mental health. And also, just like your sex life can be affected negatively when you keep keeping secrets about your, men- about your mental health, I feel like it could be... A positive thing when your partner is more aware of your mental health because, like in some cases, having sex on a regular basis can help your depression and your anxiety yeah, and stuff absolutely. like that. So if absolutely. your partner knows that you know you're going through this, maybe they put up some more, you know, telling them what you're going through. Right. You know, right. you right. said they say it, and they could just be giving, yeah. giving it up. Did you I, say I it? Telling you say mm-hmm. <laughs> it.
2: For real, I, I agree with you. You know. And let, let me just say this here, okay, my daughters are mature enough, okay, to give me recommendations from time to time, okay, if they see me off, okay, when I say off, I mean if they see a behavior change, okay, you know, they, you know, they come forward and tell me, dad, what's going on, so and so on, so on, so. you're not doing this, you're not doing that, okay, you know. Okay, because me being affected uh, on the surface where they can see, I'm going to take that same behavior in the bedroom with me, okay, you know, it's almost uh, impossible, okay, when you have a a mental health issue and a behavior change, okay, it's to be in control of that change, turn it on and turn it off, okay, unless you have some kind of assistance, to help me through the process, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I I think that goes back to what we always say
0: is the way we were raised. Like we we were raised in an open family like to, to bring people up on, bring each other up on like if something is changing, we mm-hmm. act different, maybe whether we think it's going to upset the other person or whatever right. like if you're not acting like yourself we're going to tell you like that's different why right. are you acting like that and, and inquire about what's going on and you, like I said, ask why you're going that's back. why, that's why we act the way we act when we have partners that's not affectionate that's not open to us because we are used, used to it within our it family. family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have been brought up. Our father tells us multiple times a day how much he loves us. He hugs us. He kisses us. We get the same thing from, from my our mother. We get the same thing from our, our step from my step Everything. Yeah. You know so when we become entwined with the person that doesn't have the same that doesn't um uh, is not exposed to the same thing that we are exposed to. We either have to try to understand that and deal and with it. The and they have to get them
2: used to what, what we, we used to, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you wanna have a healthy
0: relationship, relationship. yeah. Yeah, you gotta be on I the mean same but you floor. can't ignore it though. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. like you if you have an issue, if you if you feel like something is off and something is going on, you have to address it. You right. that 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 is key to having a healthy relationship in yeah. my in my opinion. And like, I'm a strong believer in you have to love your partner in their love language and not yours. Mm. So just because you aren't affectionate or would not doesn't mean that you can't, you shouldn't show your partner affection if that's how they receive love mm. and vice versa. Like, just if you, if you, you know, don't, just that you don't like giving gifts. If your partner, if that's how your partner receives love, then you need to give those gifts. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like you can't make somebody feel the love the way you feel it. You have to make them feel it the way they feel it, you mm-hmm. know? In
2: other words, I I feel you have to be willing to compromise. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I I feel like a relationship. A relationship is a give and take. You know, you have to give and you have to take. You know, it's a give and take process. And almost every situation, every every level of a relationship, of the relationship, you know, in any relationship, it don't even have to be sexual. Any relationship is a give and take. You know, you can't just be in a in a friendship or a relationship with someone, and not get nothing out of it, you can't be the only person just giving, giving, giving.
2: Absolutely. You know. Well, yeah. let me let me let me say this tonight. Um, first of all, uh, I, I, I have to uh, thank my daughters for inviting me to this podcast, and uh, I want to ask them openly if, in fact, they can find some room in their podcast. Okay, to have me at least one week out of the month. Okay. So I
0: Once get, a month, yeah. yeah. That's not yeah. a problem with us.
2: I, I I really like that. That I would be quite delighted.
0: Oh, we are honored. Oh, yeah. We would love for you to come, then. That's not a problem with us at all. Nah, Let I us, promise. you know, sound off in the comments in the DMs. Let us know if y'all want to see uh, Mr. Tate back mm-hmm. in the building. I'm pretty sure y'all did. <laughs> Harry Smith again said you ignored the um other question because she said, "What do side manners have to do with sex?" You ignored the question. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to end it a little early tonight because, you know, we have our pops with us and we don't want to keep them <laughs> up it's too late, you know. <laughs> so, like always, we like to end it out with a um, an inspirational quote. And since we ended mental awareness, um, mental health awareness month tonight, we're going to end it with this. Mental health is not a destination, but a process. It's about how you drive, not where you're going. So I like that one. Yeah, uh, like that. keep that, keep that. You yeah. know, it's it's not the end. It's not, it's y'all. not the end, y'all. You have not reached your destination. Keep going. Yeah. And while you're going, follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. like us on Facebook,
2: follow us on
0: um Twitter. Um, buy merch. Yes. Buy caterfly Buy my books. Yes. Um. Yeah. all that Uh. Book me as your doula. Thanks for watching. Good night. Thank you. Good night, you guys.